The Disappearance of Giblet Gravy. The house was sublimely quiet when the phone jangled with grating intensity. Waking Senior Inspector Vichyssoise Marmalade of the Metro Mouse Station in Lower Thistlebury Downs. He had been in the midst of a wonderful dream of the marvelous scraps from the mansion down the way, an elegant concoction of pork pieces, a crusty corner of a slightly overbaked French bread topped with a dollop of brie cheese. The unsightly coffee grinds whisked briskly away. It was 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Gruffly, he answered the phone. It was his second-in-command, Ratatouille Gruyere. Pardon, Senior Inspector Marmalade, said Inspector Gruyere, but we have a disappearance. Of whom, Marmalade queried, throwing his legs and tail over the edge of his bed. Gruyere paused briefly, then said, It's Mrs. Giblet Gravy. That widened Marmalade's eyes. Of the Giblet Gravies? The very same, sir. The Giblet Gravies were a very well-to-do mouse family, living in harmony with the richest patrons in all of Thistleberry Downs. According to Gruyere, Mrs. Gravy had mysteriously vanished from her home beneath the ornately carved row of animal topiaries on the left side of the garden, specifically the single-story dwelling she had created at the edge of the right foot of a large elephant. Sometime in the middle of the night. I'll phone Mr. and Mrs. Chowder, the caretakers, and meet you there within the hour, Marmalade told Gruyere. Inspector Marmalade dressed and promptly departed, hopping on the edge of a passing automobile as it was heading out of town towards the scene of the disappearance. He leapt off as the vehicle turned right and made his way up the long gravel driveway of number one, Lamb Shanks Way. In short order, Mr. Chowder, the caretaker, rushed out to meet him, and he was promptly ushered inside. Inspector, he said, I'm so glad you came. The inspector glanced around. Mrs. Gravy's home was smaller than he expected, and not as elegantly appointed as he imagined. But not everyone chose to be grand. Together, the inspector and Mr. Chowder walked into the main room. I last saw the missus in here, he said, then added when he noted Marmalade's inquisitive gaze. I suspected that would be your first question. Mr. Chowder then walked the inspector into the hallway. All was strangely quiet. Nothing stirred. There was only the barest creak from a step on the staircase to the upper level. Something was wrong. But what? Up here, Mrs. Chowder called from atop the twisting flight of stairs. 
Suddenly, the front door slammed shut just as the inspector started up the stairs. Oh, my dear, I must have left the door open, Mrs. Chowder said with a nervous laugh. The wind must have closed it. Inspector Marmalade stared at the door for a moment before they resumed climbing up the long and winding staircase. Halfway up, he spotted a weather vane through the window. He stopped and puzzled for a moment. As he watched the weather vane spin, he noted that the wind was blowing east. But in order for it to have shut the front door, it would have had to have been blowing west. Then the inspector heard it. Another set of footsteps on the stairs. Too late a realization dawned on him. He had walked into a trap. But how did the detective know this?